Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back. Droid Life Show today, episode 202. It is Friday, May 3rd. I'm your host, Kellen. With me, Tim. Tim's here. Hey, guys. How's it going, Tim here? <laughs> so thanks for joining us on this uh, fabulous Friday, the week and before Google I.O. So Google I.O. is next week. Uh, so we're going to focus quite a bit on that, actually, for this show. Well, at least a little bit. Google I.O. is a good time. Um, we'll, we'll give you guys a preview of that. Uh, good show, though. Um, trivia is back. So trivia always back. For those of you who are new around here, trivia at the end of the show, we have five questions. You get a chance, if you're listening live anyway and watching live on YouTube, you get a chance to win prizes. Uh, and this week, uh, the fine folks at Meter are back oh, with more man. prizes. Uh, do you want to explain to everyone what Meter is for those who are new? Yeah, so if you all haven't heard about meter yet, it's a smart meat thermometer. Stick it in your piece of meat, stick it on the grill, and then you can check internal and external temperatures from your phone. Super handy. Um, it's made me a better chef, uh, but most importantly, it, it has made my girlfriend a better chef. She was always afraid of cooking chicken and cooking steak especially because she can't gauge temperatures very well. She's not very good at the palm trick. I mean, I was taught by Chef Ramsay, so I, I know pretty much about cooking steak, but... Uh, She's gotten a lot better thanks to Meter, so bless you, Meter, and bless you for giving us another five Meter units to give out to our readers. If you've We've given these away before, so if you already have one, these make excellent presents. Mother's Birthday, Day presents. Yeah, Mother's Day. Coming Get your up. mama cooking. Coming Get up. your daddy cooking. Save it for Father's Day. Yeah. And there's so many things you can do with a Meter. Well, I mean, there's not a lot. You can cook meat with it, but there's a lot of people you can give it to. Yeah, so, if you already read. So. so, we have five. End of the show, trivia everyone who wins will get a meter which is uh which is a fantastic deal uh we also have an announcement sort of to make um you guys have been very 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 nice with all of the donations lately and i see a bunch flowing through like pc 747 before the show even started dropped a 20 bomb and said thanks for another show kellen did you see Endgame? if if not here's the cost of a ticket no i did not see it so thank you very much uh nate clemens just dropped two bucks nick fisher just dropped two bucks scott watch just dropped a dollar and then another then dollar, dollar. <laughs> um so the the donations are absolutely fantastic but what we i think i mentioned this maybe on the last show but what we want to start doing is with donations is um donating them so you guys donate them to us then we find organization and also do a donation from what you guys have given us if that makes sense so we're going to start doing that with this show. So all of the donations that have rolled in, I apologize if you guys wanted those to go directly to us, but we're, we're going to turn around and donate those. I hope, hope that's okay. And uh, what we're going to do is for the next two months worth of donations, we're going to give to the Oregon Humane Society. So support the, uh, support the animals that need love right now. That's what we're going to go through first. Um, and we'll change this up every couple of months. Uh, so Oregon Humane Society, if you want to donate to them, just donate to the show. And then in two months, we're just going to pool every single donation, 100% of them, and give them to the Oregon Humane Society. So we're going to do that. So while we appreciate you guys offering us beer money and stuff like that, of course. Um, we're going to do take the next two months and uh, and give it to the uh, Humane Society so that uh, some, some pups and kitties and animals and all of them can just get all the help they need. So uh, thank you so much. So yeah, if you want to donate... 100% for the next two months going to the Oregon Humane Society. <clears throat> uh, Bertra said, across the U.S., being in Portland, we're going to start just first with the local Oregon chapter of the Humane Society. But in the future, there's certainly a possibility that we'll choose charities that blanket like the entire United States, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm actually not too far away from Oregon Humane Society. I got some friends who got dogs, awesome puppies from there, and they're they're really good people over at OHS. So that's why we chose them for this two months. Yeah, and and again, we'll we'll change it up. But the first two months, we're gonna go with them. Uh, somebody said, uh, donate to bring the NBA back to Seattle. I, I wish there was <laughs> a charitable organization that would do that, and we would try to help try to help Seattle folks out. Uh, so, anyways, on with the show. But yeah, if you want to do donations, we are giving them for the next two months. Because it's the start of a new month, me. So, uh, all right. Uh, in terms of topics, we're just going to start with Google I/O. So, Google I/O is uh, Google's developer conference, developer festival. They've kind of changed it to. So, a few years ago, Google moved I/O from downtown San Francisco to right outside of their campus. Um, it's actually at the Shoreline Amphitheater now. So, they call it a festival. It's outside. They set up tents. There's sun and fun and whatever. Uh, it's there again this year. So. I will be there next week for Google I.O. And uh, they spend three days talking about 
what's new on a development front from Google. Like at one time they used it to announce a whole bunch of new products and then they went away from that. Well, this year we think they might be going back to that a little bit. So it's IO and they'll do a big keynote and they always announce like new things going on with Android and new things going on with assistance. Like we saw, uh, what was it? Duplex last year for the first time. So they, they announce all these new things they're working on. And a lot of times they don't release stuff on that day because it's stuff that's coming in the future. Uh, this one might be a little bit different. So we'll probably get a new build of Android Q and it'll probably be the most stable of such. And I, I would imagine this is just prediction time for a second. I bet you they throw in an actual dark mode. I bet we see that for the first time come to light. And I bet they change the navigate the gesture navigation finally because they've kind of been working on these things. And IO, they often do some big things. So I think they might do that. But so, so you'll get things like that. And then we expect them to announce the Pixel 3a and 3a XL. They're two mid-range phones. And they haven't done a lot of hardware at io in a while and not only that you should be able to buy the 3a and 3a xl like right when they announce it like it should hit the google store it looks like best buy has already got some in their back room i think verizon t-mobile and probably like other carriers are going to have these on tuesday so if you want the 3a 3a xl which we'll talk more about in a second that should happen we may get the nest hub max which has been rumored which is well, we think they're going to rebrand the Google Home Hub to Google Nest Hub. And then we think they're going to release a big version called the Nest Hub Max. So we're going to get new hardware. It's going to be a different kind of I.O., kind of a throwback, if you will. Like, remember when we got the year they, they announced, like, the first two Android Wear watches, like the Moto 360 and that LG watch. And they would hand them out. And there was that one year we got that Samsung, like, Galaxy tablet. Remember that had, like, the special paint job on the back with all the bug droids on it? So they used to just hand out new hardware. Like, oh, we got the Nexus Q one year. Yes, was the did. Nexus Q the year that you and I, like, ran out of room in our suitcase because <laughs> we had so much stuff? There was a lot of stuff they gave away. Yeah. And that, and that thing weighed like 17 pounds. So, yeah. Uh, so, that's next week. So, IO starts Tuesday. So, it goes Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, and they'll announce a bunch of stuff. The first day is the big day to pay attention to. And uh, and then Wednesday, they'll kind of trickle out some more news and stuff like that. So, anyway, that's next week. I'll be there for that. Uh, we'll try to bring you any of the big stuff that uh, that comes out of there. So We'll bring you all of the big stuff. <laughs> yeah, IO's uh it's 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 very developer focused. Like there are some big announcements that come out of it in this year again hardware related. Um but a lot of times it's like these little details about the way Android works and that's just not really our expertise. But we'll get yeah. into the big stuff. Uh Bert's are asking if we still have the Q. I think I have mine somewhere. I definitely have it somewhere. We should bring yeah. it out. I should bring it out and hook it. No, I think they actually bricked it. I think they, they killed it. Yeah. yeah, I think they did. Although, I mean, it's a great doorstop or paperweight. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Still lights up, maybe? I should try to find it. It's probably just buried deeply in the closet over here. But Yeah, it's somewhere in a box. Tempted to find it. <laughs> um, all right, so IO. It'll be fun. You'll definitely want to stick around and stay tuned from for all of next week because it's going to be crazy. Uh, in terms of one of the announcements, though, Pixel 3a, 3a XL. These two phones have been rumored and rumored and rumored and rumored and rumored. <clears throat> since uh when was the first russia leak again like november or october of last year it might have been october actually it was a while ago yeah so so we're pretty sure that google's finally gonna announce these things they said there's an announcement for pixel coming on may 7th that's the first day i uh we're just assuming it's the 3a and 3a xl they've leaked everywhere uh we got a pricing leak that suggested they'll start at 399 for the 3a and 479 for the 3a xl and then we also shared with you guys a whole bunch of additional details like images of all three (laughs) colors of the device so white purple and black all angles all sizes all that stuff and then we also shared with you a bunch of the promo slides for it that says like expect the night sight mode that you've gotten the pixel 3 expect that in there so you should have a really good camera in these 3a phones um, they get like three years of security and OS updates. You got the unlimited Google photos backup. You got access to screen call and all of that stuff. So we kind of think we know most of the features. We know most of the specs, 5.6 inch and six inch displays, um, from small to XL 12.2 megapixel, dual pixel cameras, four gig RAM, 64 gig storage, 3000 and 3700 milliamp hour batteries. They're going to have active edge, squeezy size, fingerprint readers. The specs are almost identical to the three and three XL except for the processor and then the display resolutions, 
which is kind of sad for the three and three X. You know, we 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 were a little harsh on Google for the the lack of RAM. I should say the readers were surely very harsh. We were definitely not that excited about only the four gig RAM. These phones are almost specced where those are, outside of the processor and then display resolution on the big guy. That's not that's not good. So three ninety nine and four seventy nine though pricing. Thoughts on that pricing combined with what we now know about specs and everything. Uh, it's the least excited I've been for a Pixel device <laughs> launch. Yeah. Hate to say it. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the Pixel 3 XL. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, overall, kind of a, a boring device. You know, it's just a solid Android phone with a really good camera. And I know a lot of people have been experiencing <laughs> bugs lately and all the software stuff. But, you know, in terms of an overall phone, like a package... Eh, just kind of boring. Um, turn it into a budget phone with a, a less powerful processor, the same kind of RAM. I mean, it's good if you want to get people into like that smartphone photography stuff. You know, if like the camera's on par with what the big boys brought, the 3 and the 3XL, then it's a good thing to have it at a even more affordable price. Uh, but just, you know, me speaking honestly and personally, uh, not very excited, you know, because the hardware, you know, it looks the same. There's nothing real game changing here. Um, and I still really wonder why Google thinks that this is uh, necessary for them to do. Um, I just feel like budget phones, you know, I don't know what their play is. Maybe we'll figure that out next week, but I don't we. I know we're going to talk about this, but apparently the Pixel 3 and 3XL didn't sell very well to begin with, so maybe they're trying to boost numbers by making something more affordable. I don't know. Maybe just make the 3 and the 3XL cheaper. Um, You know, I I don't know what their profit margins on that are, so it's really hard to say. We don't have the numbers, but... Yeah, the 3 and 3XL, which have been discounted pretty regularly. Um, Scott Washington mentioned in the chat, and I was going to get to this, the point or the big selling point is obviously going to be the cameras. So if you go 400 bucks for these things and you get, well, assuming it's the exact same camera and we don't know for sure right now, but if it's the exact same camera, it's in the pixel three and three XL that can produce the exact same images. You just go, look, we'll give you the best camera in the business for just 400 bucks. That's a pretty decent selling point. I think um, and then, the, you know, they throw in like, we also got everything else the Pixel 3 and 3XL do. You just don't have quite the processor or display or that ugly ass notch. Um, you know, the designs aren't going to wow anyone. They're plastic, which I'm kind of fine with because I hate all the glass. True. Uh, but It'll be nice and light. Yeah, it should be nice and light. They still look very pixely. Um, they're, like you said, they're not super exciting. And I think it's because the Pixel 3 and 3XL have been out forever. And these are just sort of cheaper versions of those they're not doing anything uh incredibly different uh i think the price point with possibly adding the best camera in the business is probably a big selling point um and then the fact that they're going to sell these at probably almost every carrier i don't know at&t is about the only one we don't know for sure but we're pretty sure almost every other carrier carrier is going to sell this phone so i think google has a chance to move a bunch i think if you if somebody asks you what phone they should buy and I, I think you and I often lean towards Google experiences. Um, if they, if these phones don't have a bunch of the performance issues that we've seen or something like that, which I know we won't know for a while, I think they could be a good recommendation because it's not a huge investment from people at 400 bucks, but you know, like you, you could recommend it and go, look, this phone's 400 bucks, but it's got the best camera you can find, or it has equally as good of a camera as like the iPhone 10s, right. Or something like that. That's not a bad pitch and it's not a bad phone to recommend to people where if it is it does end up sucking 400 bucks they aren't out of you know their entire savings account so uh it's entirely possible that we've just been sort of spoiled you know by all these high-end devices the galaxy s10 plus has everything under the sun yet it costs you know a thousand dollars plus 1250 uh for the ceramic one so maybe it's good maybe it's maybe time to take a step back and be like maybe i don't need uh, the greatest of everything. Maybe I can live with a $400 phone. It's interesting. Um, not looking forward to it, but I'd certainly give it a try. <laughs> I think we'll probably take both of these things for a spin. One of the things I find weird though about them is 5.6 to 6 inches is not, it's like a huge, jump. it's not a huge difference. I don't really understand why. And I know there's, there's a battery difference in there, 
but you're basically Why not getting just one budget phone. Yeah, you're getting this slight bump in display to get an extra battery bump, but is that worth it? Yeah, why not just have one? I know Motorola does like 17 versions of their G line all the time, and I can't ever tell which one you should buy. Uh, but this one seems a little weird. Like, why not have a five inch and a six inch or something like that? Uh, it seems like a missed opportunity there, and there's, they just kind of seem way too similar. But <clears throat> I think they might be a decent idea if the price really is three ninety nine to four seven. I don't think that's a terrible price. I also think they're going to do a bunch of promos to give these things away and try to push them as as heavily as they can. So. I, again, I'm with you. I'm not super excited for me to like test one and play with one and use one unless like I get this thing in the hand and the performance is amazing for a mid-range-ish phone and then the camera's stupid good. You're going to kind of have to stop and go, "All right, this is a little bit special." Like if you look at the Moto like the Moto G7, we didn't test that and I don't really need to because every other G phone was the same. They were budget phones with decent performance, simple software and trash cameras. And I'm pretty sure the G7 is exactly there. And most budget phones, that's where they lack is in the camera department. Like, that's why everyone, I think, got excited initially about the iPhone XRs because they went, well, it's going to have a really great camera. And that was one of the reasons I think I like the S10e so much. Is, and not that it's a budget phone. It's still 800 bucks, I think. Um, but it still had the great camera. So Google's saying, all right, we'll go with the really low price and still give you a great camera. That's actually a decent pitch. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I I sort of agree with you there. Um, Again, it doesn't have to be exciting. I'm just saying it's it's a good move. I think if you can do the camera. For me, when I hear the term you know budget phone and companies maybe getting into that space, I picture them going away forever. Um, you know, HTC started focusing on kind of that mid tier. Uh, budget devices they still had a few high-end devices don't get me wrong but they sort of they they focus more heavily on the budget same thing with motorola and uh neither of these companies we really talk a lot about anymore i just i fear that you know google they need to maybe focus you know we don't know how i don't know how big their team is or anything but like why not just focus on making one thing or two phones really special and not maybe spreading yourself too thin, putting assets, you know, into places that don't really need it. I guess we're just going to have to find out how people react to these. I feel like we already know, though, people don't seem overly excited, at least in our community or on the internet in general. I mean, we we, we gave everyone the Pixel 3a and Pixel 3a XL specs and details and features and all this stuff. And I'm not seeing like an overwhelming like, oh, my God, it, it the budget Pixel's coming no, like I just haven't seen a lot of excitement from yeah. anybody in the Android community. Maybe maybe the regs uh, out there on the streets uh, who are going into those carrier stores are going to be like, oh, yeah, like I wish there was a budget pixel, but I don't talk to those people. Maybe I need to go out on the streets, take a little survey. Yeah, but, I think the problem there is that we tend to care about the best of the best stuff, and our readers are mostly there, right? Best of the best stuff. So we care about the seven, $800 phones. Then we complain about those prices and stuff. This phone probably isn't for you and I, right? And it's not for most of our readers, excuse me. But if they can, if they can do it right, it seems like a right move. You have to spread yourself out in between categories of phones, which is what Google's doing. Um, to your point about the, when companies start going mid range, it's, it's funny. Cause like HEC tried it. They tried to save the company by producing a bunch of mid-range phones, and it didn't work. But Motorola, like the G series and the E series... Most in, popular phone. Yeah, in other countries is basically right. the reason they're still alive. I don't know that Thanks. they've sold a bunch here, but in other countries, like... So, like, it works for them. And I think Huawei, actually, when they were started on their rise, they were just selling tons and tons of, like, mid-range phones. <clears throat> so, it works for some. It, it certainly, yeah, did not work for HTC. But Google's got to do it because, as you mentioned earlier... Um, a report came out this week, right? That said, uh, oh no, they admitted this week, I should say. They admitted in their earnings call that they sold less Pixel phones in Q1 of this year than they did of Q1 last year. So the Pixel 3 did not sell even as good as the Pixel 2 is basically what that means. And well, there was no Panda. That is true. There was no Panda. Uh, I don't know why that is. I thought, well, okay. I take that back. We've all seen what the Pixel 3 XL looks like, but uh, for the most part, they're fine. I know there's been some performance issues that they still have not addressed, but 
I don't know that those usually make it into purchase decisions for most regular folk. I don't know if they know that stuff or not. Maybe they do. Again, boring phones. Um, kind of great phones, out. boring phones. When you're competing against Samsung or OnePlus with the 60, like these, these companies have some some exciting stuff going on. Google Pixel 3 XL, especially with that notch. It was just so behind the times, so it felt like. I mean, it's a terrible design. It, it's ugly. We can be real about it. Uh, as good as also, the phone is, it's but ugly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Great phone, but ugly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scott Washington made a point in the chat that I just wanted to touch on. He said, isn't uh, this what people wanted from the Pixel line? Affordable, clean software phones. Actually, at least for me, like Pixel, when I think Pixel, I think those initial Pixel devices like the uh, Pixel Slate or uh, like that Pixel Chromebook, that the Chromebook Pixel, ultra premium, like ultra tier hardware. Like that's what I think of. And I think um, an amazing Google software experience, good cameras, like high end specs. I'm not getting that with four gigs of RAM, you know, on, on the Pixel 3 XL in that notch. Display is very nice. You know, the hardware is good in general, but that's just, it's not a, to me, it's not the pixel experience I want or I expect, uh, especially, you know, when you're, when you're getting up into that pricing. So pixel to me could mean something different to you, but I just want it to be ultra premium and I want it to be like Google hardware, like really nice. And it, I just don't think the pixel three and the three XL really touched on that. My opinion, pixel two XL did had that Panda black and white i mean like it was very it was unique looking had and, that, I, and had everyone blue tint to the screen yeah everyone gravitated towards that the original pixel when it came in that blue that was hot that was different it was like it was stru- it struck the eye pretty good this pixel 3 xl and pixel 3 did none of that if anything it turned people away with that notch and you know no one's gonna get the regular pixel 3 over the xl come on so just this guy eh. just this guy yeah, I, I mean, so the three, the three A and three XL, they're just they're just not necessarily for you and I. That's just the thing. I, I, I I'm kind of a, a little bit looking forward to just reviewing one, just because I want to see if the camera really is great. Because I I will I do want to know if someone asks us because we do get asked every every often every so often like I got three hundred bucks or I got four hundred bucks to spend. What should I buy? Should I go get like a year old two XL? And oftentimes we're like. Yeah, sure. The 2XL at 400 bucks is still a great phone. But if those people now can get a brand new phone with not blue tinted screens and modern specs that still takes better pictures, maybe even than that, like that's that's actually a good thing to be able to suggest to people. So again, it's it might not be for you and I, but I kind of get what Google's doing with it. But they have to really nail some of those parts. Yeah. Um, mm, dang, I had a good point. I missed it. That's okay. It'll come back to me. Uh, real quick, didn't miss it. Muck Reimer with the $5 donation mm-hmm. says, Google needs a new CEO. Price and everything like Apple don't make sense. Pixel and the home stuff need to be lower price. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say they need a new CEO. Um, Sundar seems to be doing pretty good. Uh, he's been having to deal with a lot of internal drama too. I mean, there's there's a whole workplace culture oh, crisis yeah. going on oh, at Google. Yeah. So I I don't know if he has much time to think about the hardware that they're putting out. But um, and I want to go so far as to say they're pricing everything like Apple. Um, you know, Google I feel like does the home not. Stuff's pretty reasonably priced. To me, that's what I would say. It seems reasonable enough. Um, I will say they need to figure out, like you know, stop the whole throwing everything at the wall, see what sticks type of approach. Um, their messaging system, this whole YouTube music, Google music thing needs to be sorted out. You know, but these are all branches on the tree that is Google, right? So every person has their own project manager, et cetera. YouTube's is its own thing, basically. There's a lot of stuff that needs to go and needs to happen. But new CEO? But I don't necessarily know that I agree with the home stuff being expensive. I feel like the home stuff's always like fifty bucks off. Like right now you can go buy a home hub for ninety nine bucks. I feel like yeah. that's a pretty good idea. The phones, that's I don't bad. know that any of us love it. And we've talked about that a lot, just how going from Nexus to Pixel and those giant price hikes kind of threw us off for a little bit. But at this Maybe point, they're trying to put them in the premium tier. Just They can't put 4 gig RAM and stuff and expect people to pay a premium. So. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Other donos, Chaz dropped 2 bucks. said, I volunteer for the Atlanta Humane Society. Right on. I think he dropped that right after we were talking about where the donations are going. Donovan dropped a dollar. Cato dropped 20. Is this the Swedish Krona again? I what? do believe. 
missed the beginning, so say hi, Tim. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, so yeah, Pixel Three, Pixel Three. I'm sorry, Three A, Three A XL. We're we're pretty sure they're going to be announced Monday. I'm sorry, Tuesday, and uh, we should hopefully have them right away so we can share real thoughts with you. Basically, I'm just going to get one and take a thousand pictures and go look. I'm gonna well, I'll bring this, the regular Pixel Three and the Three A, and I'm just going to run around going snap, 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 and go. All right, the pic, the, the camera's good. You're good. Uh, Buy it for four hundred oh. bucks. I figured out what I was going to say. Oh, boy. Here we go. Whatever we're doing with the Pixel 3a, 3a XL, we got to hurry up because I'm more excited about the OnePlus 7 Pro, <laughs> to be completely honest. Which we're going to talk about right now. Should, yes. Good a, time. Is that a transition? Yeah, a bad one, but yeah. Uh, Jackson just dropped two bucks, though. Said, go help those puppers. So we're going to try to critters. do. Yep. If you joined us late, uh, we announced at the beginning of the show that for the next two months, any donations that roll in are going to the Oregon Humane Society. So if you want to donate, they're going to 100%. We're just giving them all to Oregon Humane Society for the next two months. So uh, anyway, if you missed that, that's what Jackson is talking about. All right. OnePlus 7 Pro. So let's see. OnePlus has, they've talked about this phone quite a bit now, actually, in public. Uh, last week we talked about it. They mentioned the display. They confirmed the names. We know it's going to be announced May 14th. There's an event in New York City. Uh, so this week they posted, I'll, I'll save the the really good one, but this week they posted a, an ad in the New York Times and then they sent camera samples, I think, to Wired UK. Wired? One of the Wireds. You got um, it. And then DisplayMate shared some stuff. So the New York Times ad uh, showed sort of an x-ray ver- vision of the phone. And on the back, you can see like the triple cameras, the whole shape of it. And you can see embedded in it is a little camera that will pop up. Um, so that's basically confirmed that we're going to have a triple camera on the back, a pop-up front camera. And then in one of the shots where it's kind of more of an exploded x-ray version, the display has no notch, no punch out, hole punch, and uh, I think one of the notes on the ad actually said, like, no notches, no something. Let me see if I can find that. Where is it? Where is it? Yeah. It's a, actually, it's, it's actually kind of a weird ad. It says, no bells and whistles, <laughs> no bezel, no notch, no app leg, no bloatware, no $2,000 price tag, no random music. Uh, so, yeah, no notch. And then there's no hole punch there either. So. <clears throat> There's actually a lot of bells and whistles, just considering pop-up camera, three cameras. I, the, there, there's a lot of bells and whistles. What are they talking about? Like, a phone should have bells and whistles. It's not a bad thing to have bells and whistles. Since when is it a bad thing to have bells and whistles? Well, that was like exactly I, what I said when I looked at it. I went, what do you mean? Bells and whistles are good. Bells and whistles mean you're getting stuff, like extra for stuff. your money. And I get I they're saying, like, it's just minimal. We're not putting a bunch of garbage in there. But bells and whistles is not the right word there. They should say, like, no extra garbage. Like, bells and whistles just means it doesn't have anything. Like, you're just not getting stuff, which I think is a weird way. But the no bezel, no notch, no app leg, no blower. I like that. I don't know. What's the no random music mean, dude? No, what is that? It must be a knock on Apple when they gave Bon Jovi to everybody, and no one wanted Bon Jovi. Or you two? That's right. Or you two? Excuse yeah. me. Yeah, you two. And no two thousand dollar price tag is just silly. Like, of course, there's no two thousand dollar price tag. The only phone that's two thousand dollars is the Galaxy Fold, which is already like dead. So that's just silly. Anyway, they put this ad out. Uh, before we keep going, though, so Scott McDonald just dropped fifty bucks. Fifty. Uh, $50 Jonas said Jonas going to Humane Society. I like dogs more than people, so here you go. Amen, that brother. is fantastic, Scott. Thank you so much. Thank you, Scott. Babe, they're gonna love you. Yes. It'll be from Droid Life and Scott. That's ridiculously <laughs> awesome, dude. Thank you so much. Um all right. So Thank you. <laughs> yes, thank you. That is huge. Huge, 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 huge. Um uh, so they they showed off this ad, revealed, you know, that sort of stuff. Um they sent some samples, some camera samples. Uh, showing off the three time zoom, so that's confirmed now. There's a three time zoom in the in the phone, uh, HDR, a night mode. So they showed off all these things. Um, it looked like they were at some sort of like indie car race or what is this Formula One or something? I don't know the difference. Maybe Formula One. That's definitely Formula One. Oh okay. my god, so <laughs> non cultured. Yeah, no, I just don't do race cars. Uh, I don't do race cars. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny. Okay, so the pictures look 
really nice, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of hard. Like, we're not obviously there to know if these are accurate representations of what we're seeing. But, like, the pictures okay. of the cars and stuff, they're not, like, wildly over-contrasted and over-saturated and all that stuff. They, they just look like good shots. So, it's tough to say, like, yeah, this camera's going to be amazing looking at these, not knowing any of the criteria here. But uh, So, they shared those. So, we know three-time zoom, HDR, night mode. We've seen the x-ray shots. Display made, on the other hand. So a week ago, OnePlus told Verge that we have this breakthrough display. And I think they said, did they not? Did they say it was going to be Quad HD or is that still just a rumor? I think they maybe said that. Their first Quad HD, I believe they told the Verge. So uh, Display Mate, who reviews or analyzes displays, uh, mostly Samsung and Apple at this point because everyone else uses garbage displays. Um, but they've always said Samsung for the last, I feel like, eight years or something that Samsung has the best display in mobile, um, depending on all of the stuff they test for. And then it's, um, and they just top each other with every new phone. They go display mate goes, Oh, they have the best display ever. So display mate sent this one single tweet that said in-depth lab tests of the one plus seven pro OLED display have just been completed, earning our highest a plus display rating. And uh, that's all they said. They're going to reveal the full thing on the 14th. So, display nerds yeah so we heard that there's a breakthrough um and display mate says uh yeah highest a plus rating ever what could this breakthrough be i mean we're just assuming it's got to be the refresh rate or something right i mean it's an oled there's no not a hole punch right i mean like but maybe it is to one plus i guess i don't know well maybe, maybe for oled it is i know that the lcd on the razor phone 2 has 120 oh, yeah, so i, I guess it's that. Yeah, maybe it's an OLED flex. Maybe it's the first OLED with something higher than 60. Maybe yeah. Like, maybe that's which what I get, it is. Which is cool, although is that 90 hertz refresh uh, rate? Brett, uh, Brett Wright, he was just asking, is that 90 hertz refresh rate OLED, even though Asus did it already? I have no idea. I haven't touched an Asus phone in years. So. Uh, I assume it's some type of refresh rate. If it is that reported 90 hertz, though, I'm a little disappointed that it's not 120. I don't know if the human eye is really going to be able to pick up too much on the Android phone, uh, just with that uh, you know slight increase to 90 hertz over 60. Yeah, because uh, you said the 120 on those Razer phones was noticeable. Like you could tell it looks great, right? You like, yeah. yeah. You scroll through Twitter or something like that at 120 hertz, uh, you can see it okay. uh, and you can feel it. It just feels smooth. Huh. Um, so 90 hertz, don't quite know yet. It's totally possible. I actually think you can scale uh, the Razer Phone 2 down to 90. Off to, I've got it somewhere. I'll boot it up and turn it to 90. I'm pretty sure you can. 60, 90, 120. Um, so I'll check it out. Uh, but again, uh, 90, I don't know. You know, I want to go throwing out words like breakthrough, no bells and whistles. Um, also, Eli Kuznikov in the chat, he was saying, you know, iPhones have bell notifications and all Samsungs have that terrible whistle notification sound. I've actually never heard the Samsung whistle notification sound. Oh, uh, maybe. It's the worst. I, I, I always whistle. change it, I guess, maybe. I you'll, know. you'll know if you're in public that someone doesn't know how to change that stuff because you get that. Uh... <laughs> I can't. St- it's one of the like my least favorite noises ever. I went to uh, try and find it right now. I wonder, well, there's a ringtone. I guess it would be a notification sound. It's a notification sound, yeah. It's the bird whistle, yeah. It's really bad. Oh. I'm not seeing anything like that. Brandon Brandon in the chat says, how much did OnePlus pay for that rating? You know, I don't know how DisplayMate works, but uh, they don't seem seem to analyze. Well, they don't seem to analyze every display. It seems like they've been doing Samsung for a really long time. Like, they made a name for themselves by analyzing Samsung and saying they were the best over Apple. And I think we've seen, um, I think Google's has maybe been done recently. Uh, but for mm-hmm. OnePlus to get an A-plus rating beforehand, it seems like OnePlus, like, here, tell us how we can make this the best ever. This is totally conspiracy theory, Kellen. But the, the fact that, like, they're announcing this before as part of the hype for OnePlus, you just kind of go, all right, it doesn't seem completely legit. There's, you know, like, you gave him this phone early. He helped you tweak it or whatever to make it so it has this great rate. I don't know. It's, I'm kind of with Brandon on that. It seems, like, slightly fishy. I think you guys are crazy. Anyway, either way, I'm fine with it having a great display if it truly does have one because great displays are are fabulous to have. Yeah. 
either way, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I am in no way going to recommend anyone buy this phone simply because we know, <laughs> we don't know, but we assume a better version, the OnePlus 7 Protein, as I'm calling it, uh, will be coming out later this year, which will build upon um, the supposed awesomeness of the OnePlus 7 Pro. So the OnePlus 7 Protein coming later this year will probably be legit. It will have bells and whistles. And uh, it's gonna be awesome. So maybe hold off on this one. I don't know. I you know, I gotta at least practice what I preach, right? I'm the one who always in like don't buy this one. So, but I'll probably get it anyway, just because like I'm liking what I see so far. It looks a lot like a Galaxy S10 Plus, but without that display cutout on the front. I like that. I like the idea of the pop up camera. Uh, I got a good feeling about this one. So good speaking feeling. of no display cutout, so. Ishan Agarwal, I hope I'm saying his name right. He, he's a dude on Twitter that leaks a lot of stuff. Um, he posted photos or press images of the OnePlus 7 Pro. And it shows that full display, no punch, no notch. So, we're, again, we're, we know there's a there's a pop-up selfie camera. <clears throat> In, what is it, nebula blue and mirror gray. So, we've got grayish sort of black, which is kind of like what we had last year. And then this sort of like dark to semi lighter faded blue color called Nebula Blue, and uh, yeah, the the bezels look super trim. Assuming those are legit, right? Because we've seen renders like this in the past where it shows no bezel, and then you get the phone, you're like, that was a lie. Yeah, this thing has bezel. Yeah, that's, that's a lie. <laughs> so uh, he posted these renders. Um, I, I mean, they look legit, and uh, yeah, they they show a OnePlus phone with a curved display. Which, very Samsung. Yeah, very Samsung. It actually looks a lot like a yeah. Huawei. Um, the kinda, yeah. like the P thirty P twenty series from last year um, looks a lot like the Huawei, which some could argue look a lot like a Samsung phone. Yeah. So I don't really care what it looks like. It it is similar to a Galaxy S ten look. Yeah, looks like there a slight camera hump there, so no flush camera like LG. LG still the only one that did it. I want more yep. flush cameras. Give me flesh. I want more flesh cameras. So slight little camera up there. The three cameras, OnePlus logo. Uh, it looks nice. I mean, it looks like a OnePlus phone with a giant display and no punches or anything. So that should be fun to use. Uh, in the U.S. anyway, we haven't we haven't had yet a phone with no punch, notch, anything, and a pop-up camera. Because it was kind of like an Oppo. Uh, I can't remember the other company. You know, they were basically like China-only releases. So this will be our first one, which is... Uh, which is going to be fun. It's going to be dope. Little Maybe. Eh, 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 just the camera going up and down. Wait, 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 wait. So those are the big uh, OnePlus 7 news for the week. Uh, again, May 14th. So we got 11 days. So next week we got IO. And then right after IO is uh, is OnePlus 7 week. Fantastic. Got to pump out those Pixel 3a reviews. The <laughs> Pixel 3a meh review. Pixel 3 meh. Yeah, there it is. Pixel 3 meh. Yeah. And uh, I, I did see that we got a uh, another donation. Pretty sure, sure we did. did not. From Tech Matter, $10. And he says, or they say, uh, don't like to assume, uh, Humane Society for the win. Yes. Hell yeah. Completely agree with that. Thank you so much. Thank you so the much. <clears throat> Fantastic. You guys are just so cool. You guys are killing it today. Uh, it'll be i can't wait actually to get to the two months so we can show you guys like the just amount. how much because i think you're gonna be shocked at how are. much money you guys have actually given it's it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome yeah to, uh hit that donate link on their site and give all that cash away so we're gonna buy a lot buy a lot of dog food whatever whatever they need to use it for right whatever they need to use it for i guess <laughs> could just be dog food maybe that's just all they need right now maybe that's what they need yeah yep. we don't know I refuse to go to places like that just because I get, I'm so I'm very an animal person. I get depressed. Yeah, yep. I'm with you on that. Too so sad. We'll, so we'll just give them all the money we can. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So over last weekend, uh, this is these images surfaced on Weibo, which is like a Chinese, it's like the Chinese Facebook, right? Sort of. Mm. Like it's basically like a message board more. I guess it's more of like, I think it's more like Twitter. Okay. Maybe they, whatever. I don't, I'm not super familiar with it. Cause every time I try to log in the, it doesn't translate well, and I lose my login and all of that stuff. Anyway, so Weibo, it's a huge platform over there. Let's just say that. <clears throat> and uh, somebody it's posted Wabo. images. It's what? I was just saying it's Weibo, but it's... It's Weibo? It's, it's not Weibo? No, see, I have no idea. I'm, just, I'm making a reference to Huawei because oh. people, they had to make a whole video about, hey, here's how you pronounce our name. So maybe Sorry. it's Weibo. 
Maybe Could it be Weibo. Weibo. That's a good point. The Huawei. Maybe it's Weibo. Maybe I'm saying it wrong. It's yeah. I, I have no idea. Sorry. Either way, <laughs> no. That's a good point. That's it. Could be Weibo. I'm gonna call it Weibo now. Uh, <laughs> so these images service over there. Someone saying like, look at this. It's the it's the Motorola Razor, the foldable flip phone. And uh, there's no way to tell for sure if these are real. No one's shot them down yet, as far as I know, as being fake. Uh, and they're like well put together renders. They show this like triangular box. They show like an unboxing and like the phone possibly in a stand and like all the cables and headphones that might come with it and covers and it's a very unique packaging experience um the phone isn't totally folded or anything like it's tough to tell if these are actually the real deal however if they are although this is rumored to cost fifteen hundred dollars this thing looks badass you're like i don't want any part of this thing nah this ain't it chief See, I think like this looks fake. You think it looks fake? Super fake. Just me though. I don't actually know that it looks that fake. If if it's if it's fake, whoever did it is like a really nice concept designer, and they spent a lot of time. And so, if it is fake, like they did a good job, and and props to them. I'm just saying, if like it turns out to be this, I'm totally down with, with with this style. Um. Like the Galaxy Fold, but we know it's got problems. And I'm just assuming the Huawei phone that folds is going to have problems too. This thing looks like it'll be more compact, smaller, and then unfold like and then unfold into a big phone. Like yeah, like like the old school razors. One of the things I, I have a little bit of an issue with with the fold and the Huawei phone is there's supposed to be a phone that folds into a tablet or a tablet turns into a phone. But what if I don't need a tablet? What if I just want a phone? So I'd rather have something compact that then just turns into a bigger phone than the tablet version, if that makes sense. So that's why I hope like this is sort of what it looks like. Cause it looks like the old school razor. And if it folds like this into a compact little guy that I can stash in a pocket and pull out and open, I think that's the implementation. Anyway, yeah. there's no way to tell if that's real, but we shared it because it looked absolutely fabulous. It does look cool. I'll give you that. <laughs> it does look cool. All right, we have Wear OS news. What? I cannot believe What's we have Wear that? OS news. I know, right? So Google, Android Wear? this is actually a cool thing and also terrible for the future of Wear OS. But um, yeah, Android Wear, Wear OS. So Google I.O. is next week. Google already announced whatever they're working on for Wear OS this week, which means they have zero plans to talk about Wear OS next week is my assumption. And uh, that's just not a good sign for Wear OS. Um, however, what they announced was called tiles. And they're basically like little widgets or information cards that you can swipe through on your Wear OS watch now. Very much like uh, you've been able to do on Tizen watches from the beginning. You know, like if you ever use a Samsung Tizen watch, you just swipe left to or I'm sorry, from the right to the left, and you just get like health cards and and calendar cards and weather cards and all this stuff, right? Uh, Google is now basically just copying that idea, which is fine. We should just admit that they're copying that idea, and I think Apple has kind of done the same thing with it the, with their watch. So Google's copying both of them. Um, at this point, and I was going to try to bring it up on this watch. I know it's going to be impossible to see. Oops. Um, at this point, there's almost no cards. So I, you're not going to be able to see. Nope, it already went to sleep. Okay, we won't try to show that. <laughs> so basically what they are is you swipe over and there's like weather cards and Google Fit cards. And there's one for Google News. And in their announcement post, they showed one for the New York Times. So there's no apps that do this yet other than just the handful of things that are there. So it's kind of an interesting idea they're adding on but it seems really late and the fact that uh i don't know if anyone's ever going to add support for this but it is rolling out now so if you own a wear os watch update your wear os app on your phone which should then update on your watch which should then deliver you tiles it's not a system update it's just like an app ui update for the most part but not good right i mean next week is io and they announced it this week which means like let's just get this out of the way well, yeah, because so we it's never have to talk about it again. Because who cares? <laughs> yeah, it just, it's really not that big of a change, like you said. It's not system related no. or anything. It's yeah, it's whatever. And if that's all they got to announce for Wear OS, so be it. I mean, we it's it's a failed platform. Really I'm not I'm not afraid to say it. Um, it really is. A the only person selling anything is Fossil, I think, and they're, and, and they're starting to lose their market share. Yeah, and maybe you might be one of. I don't know, five, ten people tops who bought a Mont Blanc Sommier did. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, 
I mean, it's a sick watch. Don't get me wrong, but it's a thousand dollars. So, come on. Yeah, but just don't expect anything about Wear OS next week at I/O, which is unfortunate. unfortunate. I guess it's unfortunate. You know, we I I keep waiting. It's not that I don't want right. Wear OS to be dope. I want it to be dope. That's the thing. Uh, it's just not dope. Yeah. As I keep going, all right, you got another chance, Google. Let's do it. And then they just yeah. go. Here's a little bit of news, so you guys won't talk about it, and yeah. uh, moving on. It's like, come on, you guys. It's, <sighs> it's unfortunate. It's uh, Jordan Shepard dropped two bucks and saying what's up and helping those pups. Thank yeah. You. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, we got a little that bit of easy. we got a little bit of Facebook news, which I never like to talk about because they are a terrible platform. Is it? It's you. hard to write up stories about Facebook, knowing like. They help put Trump in office. Well, not just that. No. <laughs> just not just that. Get, I mean, like, I'm trying the, to make the, the, the like privacy league and like issues they run into, and like the way they run their platform is just so gross. And like, sure. and I know we talk about Google tracking everything. Like, Facebook seems so bad about all of it. And then whenever they get caught doing something, it's like, seems like usually a cover up or they don't really want to come forward with it. Or then when they do, they just go, yeah, we've always taken care of this. Like they banned a bunch of people from their platforms this week. Right. And uh, they were like, we've always done the right thing with this. And everyone's like the conspiracy folks you just banned who've been doing this stuff for years and telling people that Sandy Hook children didn't die. Like you, you just now you, you didn't want to ban them like eight years ago. Anyways, I'll get off that soapbox. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is it's hard to like write stuff about Facebook. Cause I really just do not like them as a platform. Uh, sure. that said they announced Mark Zuckerberg stood on stage this week at their F eight concert with a giant screen behind him that said, we care about privacy or something like that, or the future is private. That's what it said. Like, like oh. the future is private. He's just standing there like, I'm really a privacy advocate. Everyone, I think, just laughed in his face. Like, you are the worst person ever to sit here and talk about privacy. Um, so what they announced, though, was like Facebook Messenger will be all private and encrypted now. I, I think they announced that. It's tough to tough to fully understand where they were going there. But they said, like, they're updating the app and it's getting a fancier UI and it'll be much faster and a lighter app and all that stuff. So that's coming later this year and they're going to have a desktop app, which will also come later this year. Um, and then they also announced a new UI look for the Facebook app in general, which is just much whiter now with blue accents instead of blue with some white. And they're going to focus more on groups, which makes sense because, well, that's what I think almost anyone uses Facebook for now is groups, I think. At least my mm. wife is in like 800 groups and that's how she does things on Facebook. But I think groups are the thing. So they're doing that. That's about all I have to say about Facebook. You got anything to add there? Well, I guess I could just tell a story about Facebook. I was, I, I this is how hipster I am. Mm-hmm. I joined Facebook when you still needed a .edu email address to join. Oh, I remember those days. Yeah, and those, one, yeah. and those were good times. Um, you know, it was just people sharing pictures. It really wasn't like a very political or news sharing site or anything. There weren't a lot of like, you know, brands hadn't taken it over yet. Yeah. And... I really miss those days. Facebook now is just, it sucks. Like, it's toxic. Um, It's nothing but my mom posting political commentary, and she is by no means a political scientist. Uh, It's just really a tough place to be. Um, However, Messenger is awesome. Messenger is actually really good on the platform, but yeah. I still love chat heads. Um, I, I think they've got one of the best messaging platforms, and the... There were a few iterations of it that weren't very great, but this latest one uh, that is a lot more minimal, I would say, where it's just like three uh, sections. Yeah. You know, you got your chats and your story or whatever. Yeah. Um, it's not, it's not a bad platform. And I know if uh, one day you and I, we may just officially switch off of Hangouts and probably go over to Facebook Messenger. Doesn't mean I have to go on my timeline and right, look at all yeah. that toxic nonsense. I just, I like their. I like their platform, yeah, the messaging, messaging platform. Messaging side was actually pretty good. And and the reason you say that we might have to leave Hangouts at some point to do that is because Google's messaging platforms all over are all terrible. Terrible. Like you and I need to talk constantly throughout a day for work and stuff. And we can't do that on – well, we can still do it on Hangouts for now because it hasn't died yet. But we can't do that on like text messaging. I mean I guess we could. You and I could send 8,000 messages to each other a month on text messaging. Uh yeah. yeah, well, Facebook, screw it. There's a Discord mentioned in there. We could always switch to Discord, I guess. 
Oh, Discord. It's so it's so pretentious we over there. To, speaking of pretentious, why don't we switch to Slack, Tim? Why don't we switch oh, yeah. to Slack? Slack. All of our colleagues in the industry love Slack. I know. Let's talk about Slack all day on Twitter. <laughs> Hate Slack. It's probably great. It's probably a great app. Uh, Sean Tillman says, do you really trust Messenger end-to-end <laughs> encryption? I trust no. Facebook like I trust the creators of yeah. Fire Festival. I, Sean. <laughs> I trust Ja Rule. He seems like a very trustworthy individual. Uh, would I use a Messenger service he put out? Unlikely. Fire messages? No, I wouldn't. But, uh, eh. I mean, you're right, Sean. It's tough to trust anything that Facebook tells you. Yeah, and uh, Scott Washington says, y'all don't use your Discord? Mm-hmm. No, like, we use Discord. It's just, I don't know if I would use, like, a, like as an yeah, IM he's service. Like, the one we set up. Like, we have a Droid Life community on Discord that, yeah. just, there was, like, four people in there, so it just kind of died. Not true. It's a it's a healthy, thri- I don't want to say thriving, it's a healthy community. Sure, I haven't looked at it in about four months, so. <laughs> good to know though <laughs> but yeah right. anyway that's facebook news big news it's murder ja rule was awesome man <laughs> ja rule was awesome for a while and yeah. then 50 cent came and just this dominated him that's <laughs> poor ja. that's unfortunate poor ja uh all right final topic we ran a question this week that just said what was your first smartphone and uh my first smartphone i believe was the blackberry curve blackberry curve and then the blackberry tour and then og droid that was like my progression into android was blackberry curve tour og droid but technically curve yeah that's a solid evolution into the world of smartphones i'd say yeah uh for me the first technical smartphone was the lg voyager the v2020 it was labeled as a smartphone when i bought it it was even a lie it was even labeled an iPhone killer uh, by a few publications back in the day. And so um, yeah, the lie detector determined that was a lie. Imagine writing that. Like you should not be. Oh, with a straight face anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should be fired. We should, we need to bring I'm back public stoning. LG Voyager, public stonings uh, for anyone who called the Voyager, the uh, iPhone killer. I'm going I'm to tell you right now who wrote it. iPhone oh, killer. Verizon must've been claiming. They so they marketed it like Verizon Killer, Verizon Killer, but then so a lot of people were using that in their headlines, and then that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just Verizon was was saying that because that's right, they didn't have the iPhone yet, so they were any phone that came any phone that was like this is going to kill the iPhone. Yeah, not uh, not great. Um, But of course, so after the V twenty twenty, I got my first OG Droid. I was watching you know the baseball the the postseason. The the ad came on. I said Droid. And I was like, oh, shit, there you go. That's that's what I wanted to get. I didn't even know what it was. I had never heard of Android. I was not even into tech. I was still doing music and stuff. And Yeah, world world changed, obviously, what for me. Great, what a great early campaign that was. I it mean, was it the was, best. It, yeah, because they basically said, like, look, this is badass. And they, and they made it, like, this, like, cool, like, mean, like, yeah, your iPhone sucks and we're going to kick your ass kind of thing. And it, it like awesome. did a pretty good job of it. I mean, it was really the first phone to compete with the iPhone. And it started off the Android versus Apple Wars. And uh, in the post that you wrote up, you shared the video from Android developers with the like light show of the globe that shows Android adoption for like 10 years. And like they do this countdown in November of 2009 when that phone was released. Um and, and Android just like, exploded. Yeah, Android in the U.S. anyway just ex- blows up because everyone bought that phone, which is pretty cool to watch. It was awesome. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Love that phone. A lot of a lot of HTC Incredibles in the uh, in the post in the comments. A lot of Incredibles. Yeah, because that was the phone right after right the OG Droid was the Incredible, and I remember in our because when when Droid Life started, it was just OG Droid. And when the Incredible came out, like I picked one up and we started talking about it a little bit. Like people were mad. They were like, "What are you talking about? This Incredible Four? Like this is no, this is Motorola Droid blog." And we're just like, <laughs> "It's cool though. It's a cool phone." And the specs on the Incredible and the camera and all that stuff actually topped the Droid pretty substantially. And it had like the little scroll pad stuff. It was cool. Of course. Though. Yeah, as Eli Kuznikov points out, uh, there were a lot of smartphones before Android and iOS. Yes, um, 
it's up to you if you want to count them. We're just asking simply, what was your first smartphone? I mean, literally, I did not get a smartphone until the OG Droid. So that that's just my story. Yeah. I didn't have anything before. Yeah, I, was I didn't a baby. have a Palm anything. I didn't have any of those Windows yeah. phones. I like I was yeah also a baby when was, those were coming out. Like I that's why the BlackBerry Curve was my first smartphone. I was rocking them flip phones for a while. I, I was rocking whatever my mom would buy me. Yeah. Like that's how young I was. Yeah. So I went through some bad phones too. We all did. Yeah. I had one. Oh man, what was that? I'm sure everyone knows what it looks like. Uh, I think LG made it. Uh, so it had like a square display and then it had like a flippy and underneath the flippy is where the keyboard was. Mm-hmm. I could probably Google it, but that was not a smartphone. It did have like a camera attachment, which I thought was cool. Like a portable. First modular. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was totally modular and it was terrible. I mean the quality, it was like, you know, 1.2 megs or something. Sure. Either way. So we got a couple of donations uh, from Brian Persia yep. for 99 cents. Thank you so much. Going to go straight the Oregon Humane Society, and then, oh, Big Bomb Donovan with the uh, $20. Thank you so much, Thanks you guys, so much, for you the guys. donations. It's awesome. I can't wait uh, till we get to donate it and see how much we yeah, get. Yeah, what a fabulous start to our two-month donation tour here. Travis mentioned the LG chocolate. Remember the chocolate? And there was the white chocolate that came out with the white. Yes. But those were not smartphones either. I mean, they were just like fabulous old phones. I didn't have either of those. I remember I kind of wanted one at one point. Um, Eli Eli Kuznikov says we're about the same age. No way, dude. I'm like, what? I'm 15, 16? What are you? (laughs) I'm young. That's funny. All right. So anyway, there's a post at the the site if you want to go read through everyone's uh, first smartphones or add your own or anything like that. It's just kind of fascinating to see which phones were first. Uh, Yeah, that's – that is – that does mean it's time. Uh, trivia time. That's the last topic we had. So trivia time. Tim's got the lights going. I can smell the meat on the grill. Ooh, meter. Oh, meter time. Uh, so, yeah, it's trivia time. For those of you new around here, it's the end of the show. So we do DL show trivia at the end of every show. We have five questions. We'll put one question at a time up on the screen. Tim will read it to you. If you're watching live and listening along on YouTube, you uh, hit that chat and you answer with the correct answer as fast as you can. And and the first person to answer correctly uh, is the winner. And Tim and I just look at our screen and who shows up first on it. So apologies if your screen shows something different. You just have to go with what we tell you because that's just how this works. <laughs> yeah, we got some tough questions in here today. Oh, toughies. Yeah, just a couple of toughies. I mean, these are meters, man. They are meters. So yeah, my reference to smelling the, the meat on the grill was actually because we're giving away meters. So we're giving away meter <laughs> thermometers, smart thermometers. That we should call them smart thermometers. Yeah, smart meat thermometers. Fabulous prize. The guys at Meter have given us a bunch of these over the years to give away. So uh, we got five of them. So everyone that wins today gets a meter, which is nice, which is fantastic. All right, everyone ready? Is uh, everyone gosh, ready? I hope so because they're out of time. All right, <laughs> you had me at meat tornado. Yes, <laughs> Ron Swanson. He is the man. Uh, all right. Question number one, please. Question number one is going up now. What month of 2014 did the original Moto 360 launch? Again, what month of 2014 did the original Moto 360 launch? Easily the greatest Android Wear device of all time. We need a month, folks. Ooh. Need a month. Oh, I see it. I I all right. Too. I'm seeing the correct answer from Nikhil Rothy. Looking, looking, looking. Yes, September. September is the correct answer. Nikhil, congratulations. I hope I'm pronouncing that yeah, right. Nikhil Rothy with September. There's a whole bunch of months thrown out there, but that was the first September. Some November's in there, some 2012s, which is not a month in there. <laughs> Nikhil, Rothy. Nikhil Rothy, stick around to the end of the show. You yes. are getting a fabulous meter. And before we forget, uh, Brett Montgomery with the $2 dono with the uh, puppet dog emoji in the paws. Thank you so much. I love that. Love it. All right. Question number two, please. Question number two is up now. In what year did Verizon and Motorola partner to relaunch the Razer brand featuring the Android OS? Again, in what year did Verizon and Motorola partner to relaunch the Razer brand featuring the Android OS? Ooh, I saw one. I did. Is that 
Travis Scrolling Jaffin. Jaffin. Yep, Travis Chaffin, 2011. Yes. So some people dropped 2009. We were talking about the OG droid. It was kind of a tricky little question. We just transitioned from OG droid into the Razor. Yeah, they rebirthed the Razor. This will be like the third. If the Razor comes back, this is like the third or fourth time Motorola and Verizon have tried to do this. So Travis Chaffin, 2011. Congratulations. You got yourself a sweet meter smart meat thermometer. Oh, I'm loving it. All right. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Scott, with the trickery. All right, question number three, please. <laughs> Sorry, I was just looking back. All right, question number three, going up now. What processor powered the Nexus 6, a.k.a. Shamu? Yeah, the whale. Again, what processor powered the Nexus 6? Oh, oh my gosh, you guys are so fast. Eddie Daniels? Eddie Daniels, the 805. Eddie Daniels, congratulations. Eddie Daniels with the Snapdragon 805. Very nice. <clears throat> Correct. TIO map. <laughs> TIO map will go down in history as being the most well-known, old-school, and worst processor ever. Oh, okay. Hateful. Yeah. All right, congratulations, Eddie. Nice job, Eddie. Uh, question number four, please. Number four going up now. Which model of OnePlus phone was the first to feature ceramic hardware? Mm. Again, which model of OnePlus phone was the first to feature ceramic hardware? Come on, people. Oh, there we go. I saw it. Corey. just blew up. Yeah, it did. Was that Corey with the correct answer of the X, the OnePlus X? Uh, Corey with no last name. Yep, Corey with the face in blue background avatar. Corey. Congratulations, Corey. The OnePlus X was ceramic. I wish they would bring the ceramic back. I really wish they would. uh, And ditch the glass, but, you know, probably not going to happen. Corey, just Corey, no last name. I think you know who we're talking about, Corey. There he is. Yep, he says, yo. Very nice. You are the one. Congrats on that. Yeah, a lot of people. I'm seeing a lot of people with the right answer, but Corey was first on our screens. Better look next time. All right, so here's the top. My latency sucks. Yeah, that's the thing. It's possible. We look at the chat. What Tim and I see is the exact same thing, and I assume we have the fastest feed because we're the host. So if yours just shows something different, it's yeah, it just probably has to do with the way you're connected to everything. Sorry. I'll give you I'll give you ten seconds to refresh your window right you now. Do, yeah, do a quick refresh, get this last one ready. Of course, he's gotta get that fiber. That's right, Corey. Gotta Pretty get that much. fiber. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean I I can only imagine how frustrating it may be, you know, if you're on that slower connection or you got bad latency to us. Uh as Sean said, one forty four P if you need to. Whatever you gotta yep. do. Whatever you gotta do. Yep. Or just type twelve, that always works. Well, sometimes I'm on fiber and 144 Scott McDonald's. <laughs> That's tough. That's that tough. is tough. Yeah. Get that 5G E from AT&T. Yeah. Those that they have the best beans. So, all right. <laughs> all right here we, here go. we go. Last question. It's a toughie and it's sort of, it's it, sort of a rangy one. You'll figure it out once we post it, but good luck. Do they need the range? Uh, the range would be great, but I will take any number within okay. this set okay. range. Okay. It's good to establish that. All right. Yes. Ready? All right. I'm ready. Question number five, please. Question number five up. No. What is the ideal temperature range for a mid-rare steak? Again, what is the ideal temperature range for a mid-rare steak? So we got two temperatures, and I'm looking for a range in between. Okay, thankfully, I think I saw it. It exploded. Jackson? Jackson Neitert? Yeah. Neitert? With the 130. So we're looking for that range from 130 to 135 degrees Fahrenheit. And we're going to take anything in that range. And we're taking anything in that range. Uh, Jackson at 131st. Yep. Jackson, congratulations. Jackson Neitert. The man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) Thirty. And look, if your comment got held for review, uh, we're, we we're looking at those. We can see all those as well. Like if you just don't see your comment show up, trust us, we see all those. Jackson's still first with one thirty. Congratulations to our winners, uh, Nikhil Rathi, 
Travis Chaffin, Chaffin, sorry if I can't pronounce right, Eddie Daniels, that's a great name for pronunciation, Corey, another super easy name, and Jackson Neitert, Neitert, not so easy, but every five of you, congratulations, I am going to put my email address in the chat, and you're going to email me. Email Tim, he's dropping that email right Tim. now, so all five of y'all, email Tim, and we'll get you your meter. Your fantastic <laughs> prize, and then use it. Uh, post it to social media. Feel free to tag me or Droid Life, and because I can't wait to see it and like it. I actually love pictures of uh, steak on a grill, burgers. Me too. Chicken. It doesn't get whatever. Like, just cook it up. Send me the it's pics. Just so American. Yeah. Um. So real quickly, want to talk about the Blazers. Um. I think we're gonna go up two one tonight. That's just me. That's my <laughs> prediction. I got no predictions. I'm just excited uh, that they stole one and De- not even steal one. They just they oh, played like ass, and Denver it's also stolen. played like ass, and so they took one on Denver's court. And uh, coming back home, and uh, just feeling good to be back home with the home court now in our uh, in our hands. We got this. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling yeah. confident. Well, Friday night Blazers action. Plenty of beer during, before, and after. More than likely. Yes. So if you guys are watching. Watch out for Kellen's Twitter feed. <laughs> Shout out to Arya Stark. And um, yeah, that's about all I got to say. Awesome. And thank you guys so much for the donations. Again, all donations today and moving forward for the next two months are going to go straight to the Oregon Humane Society. We can't wait to do that. And I mean, yeah, there's again. like over 100 bucks already going to the I know. Oregon Humane Society, which is fantastic. Yeah, all so, awesome. so if you missed the beginning of the show, we said all donations are coming for the next two months. So that's hopefully like six seven eight shows worth or something like that we're giving 100 percent of the donations that you guys drop to the oregon humane society and uh brett montgomery just dropped four bucks says thanks you guys love the show thank you brett really appreciate that uh so fantastic start to that i i can't wait yeah to see what we can uh give to the folks at oregon humane society so yeah thank you guys so much for all the support and uh core just dropped five bucks little sunglass emoji <laughs> smiley face thank fantastic. you sir Brandon Fisher says weekly shows. Well, we're trying. This is two weeks in a row, Brandon. Actually, not bad. We probably will for sure, though, because next week's IO next week's and IO. new Pixel. So we'll want to talk about those. And then following week is one plus seven. We're gonna, so you probably get like four or five shows in a row at least. We might do the full two months straight. I mean, that would, that would be a big thing for us because I know we skip out a little bit here and there. But uh, we got a lot of stuff going on in the Android world right now, which is fabulous. And I promise one question one day. The answer will be 12. I won't tell you what day, but one day the answer will be 12. Guaranteed. I mean, one of these days we are going to slip that in. Yeah, just for fun. (laughs) All right, cool. All right, well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, Have a fabulous weekend. Be safe out there. And uh, we will see you next week at Google I.O. Peace. Peace.